Welcome to Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. I'm your host, Pam, and every episode I'll be bringing you conversations inspired by real life situations. I believe that sharing our experiences is one of the best forms of connection, community, and therapy. Join me on this journey with a glass of wine, a full heart, right here on Elevate, the podcast. Okay, happy Monday. It is a cool one, but it's nice outside. It's nice to have a breeze, take a break from the sun. But uh, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And today we're going to talk about something that I hear a lot about um, in the chair as well, but an issue surrounding it. But it is called dating your spouse. So let's just like reflect on that for a minute, because I think that is something that a lot of people struggle with. And especially, you know, even if you have, I think it gets tough if there's kids in the mix, but from the time your kids are born till, I don't know, past the age of five, um, I feel like for women, I can speak not totally generally, but in this phase where you don't feel like a human being, you feel like you're just like a caregiver and a mom. Like you're always hashtag mom life, mom, mom, mom. And you forget that you're also a wife or a partner or a girlfriend or whatever it may be. And you put all of your energy into one area and then you feel depleted because, you know, you're balancing work, friends, um, I don't know, extracurriculars, school, packing, cooking, cleaning, and you still have to show up as this like sexy spouse to somebody. And sometimes it's hard because you're not even feeling yourself. You ain't even feeling like you, it's not, there's not even a vibe with you anymore. You're just kind of like, I'm just here and I'm just in the motions and I'm just going. And I thought about like for a second, cause I always like to relate things to things that you can kind of think, okay, I get that. So I thought about like baking or cooking. How many times are you given a recipe from a book or some friend is like, you ate their like muffins and you're like, woo, this is good. Send me the recipe, but you try it and it's just not working or tasting like how you thought it would. And you have to kind of fail a few times. Uh, you might use too much baking soda. You might not mix first. Or sometimes I see in baking, it's called fold and I never fold in. I just throw everything in, mix it one time and throw it in. But there is an art to folding I've heard or adding wet versus dry first. And you just kind of try to cheat the system and like just throw it all in and make it easy. But then you realize at the end that, oh, it didn't quite turn out as best as it could be. But 
you can't disregard those issues or those those errors or mistakes that you made along the way because those mistakes actually created a way for you to find your flow or your like your groove to making it and then eventually it comes out great and sometimes greater than the first time that you tried it from somebody or greater than you expected but it takes some some trial and error and i thought wow this is like really like relationships you know it's like you you get into it nobody gives us a manual you get into it it's like hey so you're going to be born you're going to look cute then you're going to grow up you're going to go to school you're going to be a teenager you're going to do some dumb stuff and then you're going to have to pick where you want to go for school and then what career you want to do and then you have to make sure you pick a spouse um in time quickly because you know we don't want the biological clock to tick so but you know, then there's pressure. Like, are you engaged? Did you get married? Then you got to get a house, buy a house, have some kids, raise them, and then cross your fingers that they're all going to be great. And how many times is this like cause? I seen off track, kind of on track. I seen this thing. Somebody sent me the other day on Instagram. It said, so you're telling me I'm supposed to keep my child alive, educate and play with them, and keep them off their tablet and TV, keep the house clean, my relationship alive, cook meals, keep track of bills, have my own career and aspirations and goals, manifest my dream life, meditate, go out with friends, keep all my friendships alive because it's not all about being a mom, but be a size eight or less, walk 10,000 steps a day, work out five times a week, eat healthy, and do all of that on four hours of sleep. Cool. And... Literally, that's how that's how we're living. It's like there's such a, a huge demand on us. Um, and I, I'm, I can only speak from a woman's perspective. I'm sure men have their own struggles of having to provide and be a man and not show emotion. Um, but you have to keep up with all of this. And now we're in an era where like, thank God, God bless the people of like, the nineties who are already in their thirties, forties, because now you pick up your phone and God forbid you see somebody that's doing something that you wanted to do and their time came before yours. And now you start to compare yourself or their marriage looks so much better or their kids look so much more well-behaved or their house looks cleaner. And now you're in this comparison trap and you're stuck, but all of that stuff contributes to how you treat your relationship. So how you're feeling, do you have the energy? Are you feeling confident about yourself? Like what's your mental state like? And this all contributes to how your relationship is going to go because it, it goes from both people. It's not 50-50, it's 100-100. But then it, it brought me back to this thing of dating your spouse because in the beginning, even though we didn't have all those other responsibilities, we were excited to try new things, go see those new movies, uh, book double dates, hop on a plane, go somewhere and give each other all the compliments and affirm each other and validate each other and make each other feel good in each other's presence because that's all we had to do. All we had to do was, you know, as a mom I could speak is you don't have two hours to yourself to shave your legs and do your hair before date night. Like you're lucky if you have like 20 minutes to get ready before it's time to go sometimes. And because, you know, you're scheduling like the sitter or, and making sure the meals are there and the house is clean and the dog is walked and you don't have that time. God forbid if you even find an outfit to wear. And so 
I thought about that and I was like, okay, how can you find that balance? And, you know, me as an agenda planner person, uh, we went on our family vacation and a couple weeks before that, I just decided, okay, I'm going to go through my agenda book because it's like YOLO summer. Everybody right now is like living their best life 2.0. So I know I'm going to get a lot of calls to go to dinners and all these events with friends or for work. I'm getting a ton of like events that we're being called for now because the hair industry hasn't had anything in person for two years. So now it's like L'Oreal wants to invite you here. Moroccan oil wants to invite you here. And I was like, oh, shoot. Let me make sure I'm plugging in time to date my husband in between all of these things because next thing you know, it's September and we didn't even give each other any time. And that's how you lose track. And that's how people start to feel depleted and empty and can't find that feeling within their own four walls of their house. And it also helps you to just really become present and schedule that like quality time with just you guys. It's not another family barbecue or another family vacation. It's literally just the four of us or the two of us where we have that time to really connect. And if you have enough of it, your one date night once a month doesn't have to be spent talking about home stuff or the kids, which sometimes ends up in the date night going wrong. So I decided, okay, I'm going to commit to planning this thing. So I have went in my agenda book and I said, I'm going to make sure at least once a week there's something. And it doesn't have to be a fancy restaurant or whatever. It could literally, like the other day we had coffee together on the deck in the backyard and just sitting there sometimes in silent moments was deeper than any big experience and fancy restaurant we could have gone to. Um, just the simplicity of just being there and, and seeing each other. Um, and it's a time where you can just connect and like reflect on where you've, where you've come, like how far you've come together hurdles that you've gotten over and how much stronger you've become out of that. And only that can be recognized between you two without the noise of the outside world. So again, I went back in my agenda and I got some concerts books. We have some trips coming up. We're going to do like a Niagara bike tour um, and try new restaurants. And it's like, but I had to make that a huge priority to go in and plan it. Um, and sometimes I don't want to plan everything, but you know, I'm just, that's my skill set, and I'm not going to take it as anything else, but that's my skill set. So it's just that desire for each other to want to be in each other's company. And again, it could be in the simple things, but if you think back to those beginning days when you had that excitement to be with each other, but again, without the noise, because in the beginning, all of your dates were typically just you two, try to recreate that in your present moment. And you can find all of that, that feeling that you had that brought you together in the first place. So if you want any ideas of date nights, sometimes I just go on Pinterest or Google, like cool spots to do date nights with your husband and, or ask a friend or, you know, but just don't put too much pressure on it. If you want to make like a, I don't know, cheese and cracker or something, charcuterie board, sit in your backyard, sit in your living room. Just like as long as it's cozy, turn off your phone, get the phone out of the date. 
um, sit and talk. Sometimes I even Google like things to talk about on date night because you forget, like we are so busy trying to build a life, invest, build wealth, health. Like we just forget how to be quiet and simple and embrace the present moment. So there was a really good book study, Holly Furtick, Becoming Mrs. Better Half. Like you have to think the women in the men's lives, like we're there to bring, uh, I was taught like the nuance and the beauty and the men are there. They all have their own purpose and together we can create beautiful things. So make it a priority. Go if you're listening right now, go in your agenda book, July, August, book up some stuff get yourself a cute dress because women, you know, like when we feel good, it comes out in how, how we feel like externally, how we feel internally. And just like, get excited about it, get excited about it. And let us know, let it, let me know if you have any like cool date spots to try. But, um, I just really wanted to touch on that because I hear it a lot in the salon of like, you know, people losing that spark. Everybody talks about, the honeymoon phase where like, you know, everything's so wonderful and magical, but like save it for Hollywood. Hollywood's really messed up people's expectations where it's really just in the simple things, those quiet moments together. But um, if you need any ideas, hit us up on Instagram at Elevate Beauty Lofts. I'd be sure to share some of the things I've been planning and uh, just make sure mentally you make it a note to do that. And guess what? If you're listening to this and you don't have somebody to share those dates with, date yourself. Cousin Dan, she is on a date myself tip and she is living life. Massages, pedicures herself, coffee dates alone. But if your spouse is you and it's it's just you and yourself, me, myself, and I, do it. Because how you make yourself feel inside is what's going to radiate on the outside, whether by yourself or with someone else. It's a beautiful thing. And again, reach out to us and let us know any ideas that you have because I would love to learn something new. Anyways, enjoy the rest of your day. And until next time, we will talk to you next Monday. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. If you've taken anything away from this episode, it's to live with love, forgive, give yourself grace, and know that we're all in this together. To get more feel-good stuff like this, subscribe to our newsletter at www.elevatebeautylofts.com and follow us on Instagram at Elevate Beauty Lofts and leave a review. But most of all, share this episode with somebody. You never know who needs it. See you next time.